Hello and welcome to Beyond the 52, the podcast ministry of North Cincinnati Community Church. And this podcast is used for for various uh, ministries of the church. One of those things is for you, uh, people of North Cincinnati Church and our friends, to learn more about our ministry partners. We have over 30 ministry partners that we we support financially uh, that, that cover a wide range of ministries. And we uh, do this thing called Faith Promise Pledge Month every February, where we raise an additional funds to our uh, 10%. We call it the benevolence budget, which is 10% of our annual budget that goes to, that's allocated for missions and uh, ministry partners. We also raise in February, uh, we trust God to raise half of that amount each February that we then collect throughout the year that we call Faith Promise. And today, you are hearing a ministry moment, a ministry conversation with one of our Faith Promise um, ministry partners, Takaya Hutton of NKU. So Takaya, welcome to Beyond the 52. Hey. It's great to have you. It's great to be here. And Takaya was a uh, guest recently on our podcast for our student ministry called In the World, where she talked a little bit about life and ministry. So it's great to now have you on the church podcast. And Takaya, I'd love to start off with just, can you just give us a little bit of information about yourself? Who are you? Who is Takaya Hutton? Yes. Um, well, like you said, my name is Takaya, um, and I am a campus, campus staff member for Campus Outreach, which is a college Christian ministry organization. And um, essentially, my job is to share the gospel, share the good news of Jesus Christ, and disciple students in the Christian phase, as well as helping develop them as leaders. Yeah. Yeah, Campus Outreach. I love Campus Outreach personally. I was on staff with that ministry for five years at UK, which was a ministry that's also connected to the same ministry as NKU with Campus Outreach Lexington. I personally became a Christian through that ministry and, and you know, started out my ministry career there. So, Takai, we love what you do. We're thankful for you. And, and, and uh, again, thanks for being with us. So, Tell us, you know, we're in the middle of this this whole COVID thing, uh, where there are uh, regulations on everything. So I assume that there are regulations on campus about what you can and can't do. So just share with us, what has it been like for you to do ministry at NKU over the last year or so? What's what's a what's a regular day look like? What have you been trusting God for? Yeah, I'd love for you to take that question, however you want to run with it. Yeah, um, I guess like one of the biggest things that I could say is it it really does look different. Um, I think this year we've taken a big hit in our ability to really gather and create kind of those normal opportunities for connection and community. Um, So one of the biggest boundaries and barriers to that would be just campus restrictions. So we can't have, you know, we can't have campus meetings with students. We can't have um, Bible Bible studies with um, like groups larger than 10 or maybe even smaller, depending on the room. Um, and so really just kind of getting people together for anything has been really hard um, because a lot of classes are hybrid. They're um, mainly online. They, they brought a little bit more back this semester, but for the past year, a lot of things just went completely online. Students aren't even really on campus walking around like that. So the community is kind of different. It's... Um, definitely a little little dead in, in some ways is not as lively <laughs> and so that's uh, that's definitely been different for us um, sure and so it just kind of made the day-to-day 
look less like, okay, I'm going to really hang out with students to show up, be present, um, let them know we're there to, okay, I can't even really invite them to things, not even really to my house like that, just for safety reasons. And then um, can't really just, hey, we're, we're having this place or this room open to do this. Anyone can come in. Um, it's just really kind of put a weird, uh, well, not really weird. It's, it's very valid, but like just kind of this mood of like, all right, we're not really going to show up to something because of we could get sick or a lot of us live at home now because things are more shut down or they're online. So there's no point to be on campus. So we're with parents or elderly family members. Um, and so even having students come out to things has been hard. Um, and so with that being kind of like, I say it's kind of like our bread and butter outside of the gospel is really creating community and creating those places for students to have healthy and strong community. Um, we've, we've lost a lot of those, uh, I would say, ideal tools to be able to create that. Yeah, and I bet that that's presented, as you said, so many unique challenges um, to be to be trusting God with and yeah. So what about, let me ask you this. So campus outreach, um, it, you know, it has its unique identity on each individual campuses in our region, but also too, it has a regional identity where again, NKU is a part of campus outreach Lexington. There are, there are summer leadership projects for students. There are New Year's conferences. What has, what have those looked like within the past year? Oh man. Um, you talk about the amount that COVID has canceled things or changed it. Um, I think, well, we had to unfortunately cancel our summer project completely this year. Uh, we were trying to, you know, well, saying this year as far as 2020. Um, and so when everything was kind of ambiguous and we weren't sure when things were going to open back up or what was going to happen, we kind of shifted it to like, hey, let's do a shorter project, um, give time for maybe things to clear up. This is what we're thinking in March and we're still pretty naive to what's going on. Um, we're like, let's shorten it and let's, uh, let's really um, just kind of give people an opportunity to maybe like not have to go to as many places, social distance, limit the amount of people. And then it's like, oh, that's probably not realistic either because we don't have a good handle on this. And so eventually we ended up having to cancel it um, and not even like doing a virtual version because um, just taking the time to to plan that out and think that through, we just didn't know where anything was going to go. So a lot of it has yeah. led to a lot of things being virtual or just being canceled, whether it's um, like just regionally, like our summer project, which is one of the, the largest things that we do as far as really like student leadership and spiritual development, um, it, it, you know, in a concentrated area. And um, we weren't able to have that. And so I think, that has, I, I was personally sad for students and, and people that were about to graduate and a lot of leaders that were really excited to get that opportunity and weren't able to, to do it this year. It might've been their last year to do so before they graduated or had to do something else or an internship. And so that was, um, that was unfortunate. And so what I, I loved is that there was kind of a bounce back with that. Um, where normally we'd have like our New Year's conference. It's not just regional, but it's it's like a network. So with our, in the winter, almost every ministry, you know, has some kind of winter conference or something. And so for us, like New Year's yeah. conference, um, we're used to that being with several other regions, around 1,500 students in one place. And it's really hype and amazing. Um, and so we actually ended up doing that more regionally and we did it virtual um, which was which pretty fun, actually, getting to record videos and do goofy things and kind of make it worth 
attending virtually. Um, and so it's just kind of like we went from, all right, things are canceled. We just can't do anything. So like, how do we bounce back and how do we still give students an opportunity to grow while they're on their break to really be reconnected to the Lord, to go into the new year with fresh perspective. Um, and so we were able to actually pull off a virtual new year's conference, which was pretty great. Um, and just had several people like, including myself, like get to write, you know, present seminars and talks for the students so that, you know, they could still be like, how do I, get different perspectives on the gospel and how this applies to my life. Um, and so it's really just taking the time to, um, to give them opportunities to show them like, Hey, we can still make, make do like, just yeah. because it's not ideal, it does not mean like there's not, there won't be opportunities. Um, so it's like, what is just going to look different. Yeah. Gosh, you know, you you are, you're teaching me something as you're saying this and, Maybe the Lord through you is teaching me something. Um, you know, just that, how, what does it look like to walk with God in limitation, right. right? You have aspirations, but you have limitations that 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 don't allow you to fully embrace those aspirations. You're talking about ministry on the campus. You know, right. I mean, there's so many of us have experienced the loss of aspirations and embraced limitation, right? We had, we wanted to go on vacation in March. We weren't able to, whatever, whatever those aspirations that are now limited. But you, you, there's two things that I caught on to what you were talking about is that when that happens, when we reach limitation, you know, um, what does it look like now in response to that to trust God? Well, first is to, is to grieve, it's to lament mm. that those limitations are present, that there are, there, are, there are genuine things that are hindering me from allowing me to do something I used to do, uh, minister that, in the ways that I used to minister, and that is something that's lost and therefore grieved, right? But also, too, creativity. So now that I do have these limitations, how is God inviting me to, by faith, think creatively on how to adjust? Um, and that sounds like maybe that may be what ministry has looked like for you over this last year. And so, right. so, yeah. So I think so many of us, whether you're in ministry or not, can relate to those those things. Well, let me ask you this. Just, yeah, just what what is God doing uh, at NKU? Just what is a story of God's faithfulness or perhaps God's faithfulness to you and what he may be teaching you. Yeah. I'd just love for you to share just, just what is God doing? Yeah. Um, I love that you talked about just kind of having those aspirations versus our limitations and figuring out like, how do we marry the two at a time like this? Um, I think when I think about what God's been doing, like on the campus, like at NKU specifically, I've seen a lot of, a lot of that happening. Um, so like I was saying, in losing a lot of those opportunities to gather, um, it's like we've uh, just actually been able to see God move the most. Um, not to say that it's not moving before, it doesn't move in other places where we have all the tools and all the resources to do what we want, but um, it's just really opened our eyes to God's sovereignty in a way, um, because I feel like God has really given us favor um, even in the midst of students not really being on campus, we have no way to really know what else is going on. Organizations are at low operation just or not operating at all. Um, and we still have the opportunity to meet new students um, and really get to know them um, in the last semester. And so, for instance, me personally, I am actually the person that is probably ministering to the most new students with this being kind of a, 
um, again, just coming in into the semester, being at NKU full time, um, I have a lot of freshmen uh, in my ministry. So <laughs> a lot of them. So well, it's been really interesting to see God um, still bring in like, oh, there's people that are one young. Well, not that I'm not young, but younger than me <laughs> um, and still hungry to like, hey, I might not really know the gospel or I may have come from this home or I'm not a believer, but I'm still interested in getting to know this. Like God is still bringing people um, to himself. Like, um, and that has been amazing for me to be doing ministry with a lot of freshmen. So new students and a lot of new believers or non-believers um, at a time where we should be the most limited or disconnected. Um, and I feel a lot of that has come through us just being faithful, saying like, no matter what these limitations look like, we're still going to show up. We're going to um, present the gospel. We're going to put ourselves out there as a resource. Um, and if there are students that are interested, we're going we're gonna to bring them in. Um, and so that's just been really amazing for me and a lot of growth for me too, to be um, handling a lot of freshmen and then seeing some of myself in that and saying like, was I like this as a freshman? Like, is this what people had to deal with when they were dealing with me? Um, it's been like fun, uh, but also still just to, to be there and be blessed by their um, just genuine uh, just desire to still grow in a time like this in whatever way that looks like to them right now, but to, to still be like, I'm willing to pursue my education. One, I'm still going to school. I'm willing to stick this out and I'm willing to pursue growth in my faith at the same time when everything seems like it's crashing and the world around me is telling me to do the opposite, to take off or to, you know, to chill out or whatever. It's just like trying to figure out that balance. Um, so personally that has been, great for me to see and to experience. Um, and on the other hand, I would say our leaders, we have like a lot of leaders who um, they were starting to do more personal ministry on campus and like encouraged to reach out to their friends and, and start Bible studies or really start learning how to share the gospel. Um, and just kind of those opportunities, again, have been um, not taken away, but really diminished. There've been more limits on it. Um, and I've just really seen God like really help develop our current leaders um, as well as the freshmen. And just, I feel like they're at such a critical time in their lives in college, in early twenties, late teens. And they're able to, we've just really been able to show them the gospel and show them the character of God as an anchor when so many things are uncertain, inconvenient, or even sad, you know, um, and really they're learning that, you know, um, now as inconvenient circumstances will inevitably happen in the future as they graduate and, and things like that. But it's almost like they're really getting that. It's just created this beautiful opportunity to really practice that currently. Yeah. Yeah. You're, um, yeah, you're making me think about just, uh, God is not limited, is he? Um, no. He's committed to his people. He's committed to his gospel going forth in the lives of others. And he is not limited like we are limited. And he works within our limitations to prove to us and to others that he is, in fact, not limited, even though um, there is always something, whether it be a COVID, uh, global uh, pandemic or something else, there's always something that, that, that limits us or, or has the potential to hinder. And God reminds us over and over again that he is not limited. Um, so thanks for sharing that and encouraging me and hopefully the listeners as well 
uh, of what God is doing through you, through campus outreach, right in our back door here at NKU. And, and thank you for sharing. Before we leave, I would love for you to share just with us, how can we as a church and, and for those of our listeners who are listening who are friends of our church or, or whatever, um, how can we be praying for you? How can we be praying for, for you personally, for your ministry? How can we be praying for you? Sure. Um, I would say for personal, again, like I said, in my personal ministry, I've been working with a lot of new students, new believers, non-believers. Um, and so just with this being this influx during this time, especially, um, just really be praying for me that God gives me a lot of wisdom <laughs> in, in what I present to them and how I present it to them. Um, and really that I constantly am pointing them to Jesus and not myself, not, not even campus outreach, you know, um, really constantly cause pointing them to Jesus in, in this time. Um, and not just something that's a simple self-help, uh, but really I, I want to make sure that I am, um, handling them with care with the fruit of the spirit, you know, mm -hmm. like really living that out loud of like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, like all of those things. Um, and how I'm handling one, just little babies, little freshmen. <laughs> and then, um, just with this being a new dynamic, um, and the, the amount of them. And so it just, it's really exciting to be in that position, but also just that I steward it well. Um, and that the Lord really gives me wisdom on, on how to engage them in this time. Um, and I would say for our staff team, um, just pray for more staff to be raised up for NKU, um, either out of our personal campus ministry or from other schools in our region. Um, so we really have seen, like I said, one thing that's been a blessing is that students are are really still eager to be plugged in and, and learn and grow. So we really have seen that the harvest is is really plentiful um, and they're looking for that direction. And we just love to be able to broaden our capacity to minister to these students. That's wonderful. I will be praying for you, listener. I encourage you praying for these two things. You know, the summary, I guess, would be the first would be for you, Takaya, to abide deeply in Christ, um, mm -hmm. to abide deeply in his spirit, to experience the gifts the fruit of the spirit that, that is available to you, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and so on. And also, like you said, yeah, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Jesus said that himself. So we'll be praying for the God of the harvest to raise up laborers uh, to, to assist you and others in your ministry. Well, Takaya, thank you so much for being with us on this mm. episode of uh, Beyond the 52. All right. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. It's always a joy. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully we'll do this again. You know, as time goes on, we'll hear from you more about what God's doing. And sure. listener, uh, thank you for joining us. And again, this this is a special ministry moment that comes in in step with our Faith Promise Pledge Month. So if you're listening and you uh, are longing to want to help people like Takaya, who are blessed through this 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 Faith Promise Pledge Fund, Please, uh, please make a pledge, donate, um, and you can go to our website, northcincy.org, to find out more information about that, or you can just directly uh, email info, info, at northcincy.org with a pledge amount or more questions, and we'd love to, we'd love to answer you. So, so, so listener, thank you for being with us.